Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the PGP, the postgraduate podcast. This is your host, Alex, and you are the audience. I don't know why I said that part, but basically, as you probably know, I have a series with uh, big episodes. So like, you know, the habitual flaws, Notre Dame, fragmentation, etc. Those are like the main, the main episodes. Then I'm also going to have a shorter series, which has uh, five, six minute episodes, which is basically just like general thoughts, a little thoughts that I have, which I just want to get out there. Um, and yeah, and also I'm going to use these smaller episodes to like increase the participation like I did with this one. Um, this week's episode is on common misconceptions about uh, typical phrases that you may hear in uh, you know day-to-day life. And I asked some people on Instagram uh, to message me with like phrases that they disagree with. So I'll be reading those out as well and trying to, you know, answer some of them. Uh, but first, I'd like to start off with the phrases which I have uh, collected myself because I feel like these are just the main, like the most used phrases in a way, I guess. So, yeah, without further ado, let's get going. Number one, uh, be yourself, which also kind of ties in with don't change for others. And essentially, what I feel like this phrase implies is don't change in groups. So like on your own, as an individual person, you know, you have your quirky side, you do this, you maybe talk to yourself in the mirror, you may do that, you may do this, whatever it is, right? Uh, in a group of people, people usually change, right? Every, every single person has these like expectations that they want to abide by that they have essentially pretended that other people set on them. So let's say it's me, Tom and Harry and Susan. Harry might like Susan. So because he's in a group, he tries to be more funny. He tries to, you know, climb the social hierarchy that we have established in this group. He may make a joke about, for example, Tom, who then might get a little bit upset because Harry's trying to make Susan laugh at the expense of Tom. Stuff like that, basically. And the be yourself part is is basically that. Like, don't don't change in, in groups like just be yourself be the person who you are in private just in a group obviously if you're very very quirky um then you might want to dial that down if you don't want your reputation to crumble but you know just don't 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 force it essentially if you're if you're a little bit funny don't try to be more funny in a group because it doesn't work just be yourself basically that's what i feel like that means and also, they don't change for others. This phrase has been with me since day one. I really don't like it. I never understood why people would even say don't change for others. Because the thing is, I think what they imply is don't change for like don't change for people who might bully you. And that's not the same thing as changing in general. Like I was quite annoying back in secondary school, and I changed for a lot of people because the people had the consensus, like the general consensus. People were like, oh looking over my shoulder at my phone screen at what I'm typing isn't good don't do it and then I was like oh yeah of course why did I do that in the first place and then I stopped like you know you change for the general consensus if people don't like something change it but obviously if it's something which you believe to be quite bad and what I'd like to tie in with this is treat others how you want to be treated because essentially when someone looked over my shoulder at my phone screen, I got quite annoyed. And I was like, it just hit me like, oh man, this is exactly how the other people feel when I do the same thing. So it's like, you know, if, if you don't if you don't want something to be done to you, don't do it to other people. And it's pretty much as simple as that. Like change, definitely change. If your mum is saying that she doesn't like how much alcohol you drink, change it. You know, it's not, don't, don't have this, don't change for other people mentality because that's literally the opposite of growing personally. Like you need personal development all this phrase is implying is don't change for people who are pricks and who just want you to be um 
more average, more standard, less out there, essentially. That's that's what this phrase means. Okay, phrase number two. Money can't buy happiness, essentially, right? This phrase is very popular. I feel like a lot of people know what this phrase means. But money, realistically, well, money, technically speaking, cannot buy happiness in itself, right? I mean, realistically, it can. It can buy MDMA, which gives you serotonin, which gives you happiness, technically speaking. So, yes, it can in that regard. But the reason why this phrase is about is because when people assume that money will buy them happiness, what happens is they buy the new car, they'll buy the new house, they'll buy the new iPhone. But then once you do those things, your brain still wants more, right? And I mentioned this in my other episodes, but your brain always wants to solve issues. That's how it gets its happiness. If you have a goal in mind and you reach that goal, that's how you get happiness. However, if your goal is something like a a new car, a new house, once you reach it, there will always be a better car and a better house, right? It's it's just a fact of life. So if your main primary goal with money is to actually buy things which will bring you happiness, you can't because once you have those things, you'd want more, right? So in that regard, money cannot buy you happiness. However, what a lot of people also don't see, and I feel like a lot of poor people don't see this, is that obviously, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, is that... um. A lot of people don't see that money can make people a lot more content with what they have because if you can't buy food, obviously having money will make you happier because you have a full fridge, you have food in your stomach, which means that you will be happy and naturally, um, you know, it's just, it, it, it just depends on how you use it, obviously, and I know that's a very broad answer, but money can and it can't buy you happiness at the same time. It just depends on where your values lie. If you want the new car, once you get that new car, you're going to want a newer car, right? You have to put your attention on things which you can't 100% just achieve, right? For example, if you have a car, keep wanting to become a better driver because then you can't really become the best driver ever. Like you can't become flawless, for example, and you can always improve, right? So if that's your goal, then buying a new car will just help you in becoming a better driver because you might have more control and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's still not buying you direct happiness, if you get what I mean. Number three, uh, good things come to those who wait. I feel like this is a uh, the mindset of someone who believes in predeterminism, I believe. Or basically, you know how you have people who think that their whole life is written in stone and everything's already laid out for them and no matter what they do, they're already either going heaven or hell or whatever it is. Um, I feel like that's the sort of mindset that this phrase accompanies. So good things come to those who wait. I don't, that's just, it just doesn't make any sense, to be fair. Like, if you want to become the best footballer, you don't wait. You know, you go out and you play football every single day. I feel like what this phrase tries to say is don't rush things. So, like, if you're trying to become the best footballer and then you know that you're a little bit dead, don't waste your only one attempt trial at your local team because you're not good enough yet and you're just rushing things. So when you go to these trials and you're not good enough, then you've essentially ruined your chance and you just wasted all of that. However, that's not the same as good things come to those who wait. That That's the same as, you know, good things come to those who don't rush. And that's the key. So don't get confused with just chilling on your bed and waiting for that six-figure job to call you out of nowhere and being like oh my god you're jack whoa i can't believe i'm speaking to you please come work that's not gonna happen like that's not gonna happen you know you have to go out and you have to do stuff don't wait 
phrase number four you are what you eat essentially a lot of people are like <laughs> i must be a hamburger <laughs> i must be oat milk no that's not what it means what it means is if you eat good quality food your your stomach and your body will literally have good nutrients which means that you will feel a lot better like if you eat trash you will feel like trash because your body doesn't have enough nutrients if you eat very good meals like loads of vegetables loads of protein loads of this that the other you will feel better right and that's what this phrase means like the better your quality of food the better you will be essentially not oh yes i'm at mcdonald's meal <laughs> no right so those are my four phrases now let's read some of your instagram uh, donations if you like so i made a post saying what life quotes do you disagree with this is what the people replied so everyone is entitled to love um I feel like, I feel like everyone isn't, well, I mean, depends on the definition of entitled, really, entitled, entitled means believing oneself to be inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment, and that in and of itself isn't necessarily what love is, so no one is really entitled to love, I 100% agree with this person, because I disagree with the phrase, um, no one's entitled to anything, essentially, pretty much, unless you're, like, with some special contract, like, for example, you are entitled to food in school, but you're not in entitled to anything in real life. Um, be a nice person. I believe this phrase kind of also t fits in with the treat others how you want to be treated. Essentially what I realized as a 100% advocate of that lifestyle is being nice will get you in the long run nice people to surround yourself with. Like you can't be friends with people that you know from secondary school who make fun of you for example and then have this phrase oh treat others how you want to be treated like you can't expect that from people who already treat you a certain way if you get what i mean so if if you move let's say to america for example right okay let's, let's choose a different country if you move to like canada right and then you start a whole new life treating others how you want to be treated will work 100 percent because nobody knows who you are right so if you're walking around treating everyone very kindly you're being very polite you're being lovely to the community people will treat you the exact same way if you go into you know your ends like southeast london woolwich and then you try to be a nice person no one gives it right you just have to you you know treat others how you want to be treated because in the long run you either kill people with kindness or you use the law of attraction to essentially bring other positive people into your life right or you know if you want to be treated negatively then you bring other negative people into your life you just need more people you get me like you can't expect people that you already know to treat you differently just because you started treating them differently all right yolo yolo i know the one um you only live once uh i'm assuming this person disagrees with it simply because a lot of people who have the yolo mentality do a lot of dumb shit uh you know you only live once at the end of the day do dumb shit i feel like personally because you're not gonna have the chance to do it again obviously if it's detrimental to society to your friends to your neighbors to you don't do it like it's not that difficult to grasp as a concept just don't do things which are bad like you know just don't do things which you wouldn't want to be done to you if you're in hyde park letting off fireworks at 2 a.m like waking everyone up and then you know next week you're asleep at 2 a.m and then you have work the next morning and then someone's laying off fireworks you can't get mad at them because you were that prick a week ago you get me like that's just the fact of life so you know um i feel like that was a little bit of a tangent but yeah yolo i do agree with to a certain extent because obviously if you're just walking around doing whatever you want to do which isn't bad inherently then fuck it. all right uh sting like a bee eat like a wasp um eat a wasp 
I don't really know what this means. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to swipe past that. On that note, um, this is the short episode series, episode one. I might call it short episode series, but I'm not really sure what I'm going to call it. I'm going to have to do a rebranding in a way of like all my episode titles and series names, I guess. But stay tuned for that. Um, the big episode coming out should be next Monday, hopefully. I'd like to mention there were other phrases that people have sent in, but as well as trying to keep the episode quite short, I also don't think that the other phrases were exactly what I was looking for. Um, but thank you very much to everyone who submitted an answer. I do appreciate it. It does help push the podcast along. Obviously, the more participation there is, the, the better the podcast will be. Yeah, thanks for tuning in and have a good day. Be something, everybody wanna be something, be something, don't be nothing.